My name is Ronika Jacobs and you found my podcast, Strive for More, Your Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. So for that, I would like to say thank you. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. My next guest, Sharika Brantley, is helping people strive for more in the area of beauty and relationships. Sharika is an independent consultant for bedroom candy, bath, and body products, and the Candy Coated Cosmetics Company. It is important to her that all her clients feel beautiful, sexy, and confident. In this episode, she will discuss the taboo issue concerning women and embracing sensuality and sexuality within their relationships. Please be advised that the following episode contains adult content. This episode is not suited for any listener under the age of 18. Hi, Sharika. Welcome. Thank you so much for being a guest on our show. How are you? Hey, Ro. I'm well. How are you? I'm so glad to have you on. How did you decide to become an independent consultant for Bedroom Candy and the Candy Coated brand? I decided to become a Bedroom Candy consultant because I'm truly, like, really in touch with my sexuality. And when I found out that Candy Burris had a toy line, I was, like, super excited. I'm like, there's someone there that looks like me, and she's really in touch with her sexuality as well. So I knew then that I wanted to help other women get to know themselves on an intimate level As well, I feel like a woman or a man can be comfortable with their own sexuality. They can express to their partners what it is that they want and need. There's nothing more personal than getting to know your own likes and dislikes. When it comes to intimacy, it just really keeps the relationship solid. So I wanted to help women initially before they became, we came out with the men's line as well. I really wanted to help women embrace what they like and what they don't like. It just, you know, so they won't be bored in the bedroom anymore. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And you're right. You know, the area of intimacy is difficult sometimes for people. It's such a sensitive topic. It's a topic that even within your own relationship with your partner, it's hard to be vulnerable and be really honest about what you like. Because sometimes you feel embarrassed. Like, I can't really share that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so how exactly do the products you showcase in your, like, because I know I think you have some parties, or how do they help enhance the quality of relationships? They provide more options instead of, like, the mundane, everyday hocus-pocus in the bedroom. Couples are able to explore each other with these products. As I stated before, I feel like it's important for your partner to know what you like. That's what it's all about. You really want your significant other to be in tune with you. I think that these products are They're not just, you know, you see products um, online, but these are luxury products. They have 
so much to offer in the bedroom that it's like unreal. It'll it'll make your head spin. But you really want your significant other to be in tune with you. I've learned a lot about myself with the various products that me and my significant other have to choose from. It's really just all about having fun in the bedroom and not to feel like it's a job when you're in there. You want to feel sexy. I think that some relationships kind of fail. They kind of fall off if they're not in tune in the bedroom, not just in the bedroom. Once you start using them and it's not just toys, and I love that. We have massage oils and a heat pack, and you can give each other sensual massages. So it's not all about the toys. It's all about what you want each other to feel. So I really enjoy working with these products. I like that it's not just about, you know, like you said, the wham-bam sex part. It's really how you make your partner feel, the whole process, whether it's emotionally or physically. I really like that, that everything in intimacy is not just about sex. Exactly. We started using those massage oils, and they kind of warm up, so starting to enjoy more of the, like, sensual massages, and it's been great. I love them. Recently... There was a celebrity, we're not going to mention the name, but there was a celebrity who spoke on getting involved with someone else while separated from her husband. I believe the buzzword that she used was called um, an entanglement, right? (laughs) Uh, There were many, right? There were many mixed reactions, of course, all on social media. Some supported her, some were appalled, you know, and of course the memes were just so on point. They were hilarious. In this day of social media, How can you move on when private information becomes public? Like, for example, some couples are swingers, right? Some couples are in open relationships. Some people are dating significantly younger people of age. Like, how do you prepare yourself in your opinion? I don't think, I mean, I think you can just, I think you just have to move on from those situations. I mean, what can you actually do when it's out there, you know? There's no way to prepare yourself for any of that. You just have to kind of roll with the punches at that point. Um, A lot of us have been cheated on and didn't have that consensual thing with our significant others, you know. So it's hard enough to move on when it's a cheating type situation, but when you're a celebrity, (laughs) you're already in the public eye. But some of the folks that are our partners cheat with and really try to put it out there you know, the people that they cheat with, they put it out there because they want to see a home broken or divided or because they want what you have. Things happen. Me and my significant other have been through the ringer, let me tell you. It can get ugly, um, especially when if someone actually wants your home to be broken. We've been together going on 14 years next month. We've had our problems. I believe that the only way to move is change the behavior between both partners if things are consensual between the two of you, then so be it. But don't let it stop you from actually keep being the person that you are. Everybody makes a mistake. Whether that was a mistake or not on her part or on his part or even the fact that if they have an open relationship, it can still be hurtful if that person doesn't know about it. But, you know, I, I, that's, a, that's a tough one. You know, I've struggled with the entanglement on my own and um, I struggled with just looking at the memes you know they were funny but they kind of hit home at the same time so a lot of people can understand how she felt and also how her husband felt 
So, again, with that, I think you just you got to kind of move on from it, and we got to mimic that or watch that changed behavior. I can agree with you. When same thing, you know, at, at first it's kind of funny watching the memes, and then yes, for me too in my life and relation in relationships I've been in, some of those things hit home. Some of those things really did make me think there is a private situation that we were dealing with, and then all of a sudden it's out there. I do realize, like, first of all, it's none of anybody's business, right? And <laughs> but, but as much as you would like for things to not be anyone's business, it's like things just kind of get out there. So I, I appreciate your, your opinion and your take on things and just to share with the listeners. I also say I think it's like if you have a friend and just be there for your friend. You know what I mean? I right. feel like that's, that's the one thing overall because it'll pass. You know, it's a moment. It'll pass. Right. But what people need is support, right? They definitely need that right. for sure. Exactly. Okay. I that, I mean, just because they were in the public eye, oh, goodness, that was just a rough one. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. All right. So what are your thoughts? on the double standard of sexuality between men and women. It is almost expected that men will cheat. And I, I'm not saying that all men are cheaters. Please, listeners, I'm not saying that. It's just assumed, right, that if a man, man cheats, they're like, oh, well, they're, they're made that way. Again, it, in not saying that all men do this, but it also seems like it's more acceptable to have multiple sexual partners. But if a woman does it, whether she cheats or she has multiple sexual partners, there seems to be a different response. So how can we move past this notion in our society and culture? I think that we should be a little bit more accepting of a woman's sexuality. I really think that it's cruel to think that just because we are women, that means that we should be held to a way higher standard. We want to feel good too. (laughs) Some women don't want to settle down and, and become wives to husbands. They would much rather be out there getting the most out of their sexuality that they possibly can. A lot of women that explore different partners now are the ones that have been hurt in the past, and they refuse to go down that road anymore. To me, and I don't, I don't want to speak like I'm, I'm not sexist. I'm not a just huge feminist, but I think that men created that stigma for themselves. Long before women were cheating, the men were out there doing their thing with other women. I feel like it's a learned behavior at this point for us. So we've now started to mimic what we've been taught all these years by men. (laughs) But at the same time, I don't want people to just think that it's okay for men to explore their sexuality and have multiple partners, and it's not okay for us. I feel like as a responsible adult, it is your job, whether it's a – a relationship that has gone on over time, and I'm not just saying relationship like they're together, but whether, you know, you you have a couple of different partners and that it's not okay for us. I, I think that we should move on as a society. We've accepted so many other things. We've accepted interracial relationships. We've accepted homosexual relationships. But for a woman to have different partners, it's not okay. I think that as a society, we just that needs to be changed, and we should look at, at women as valuable assets to the society who like to go out and, and have fun on themselves. So, Yeah, I think I can remember watching Sex in the City. You know, I was in college freshman year, you know, when Sex in the City came out, and I remember uh-huh. thinking, oh, my God. 
Yeah. As a character, <laughs> you know, Samantha, but I, I think, you know, I, each character you could see yourself. And even when Girlfriends was out, you know, and there was a character, Lynn. You know, Lynn was the, you know, overtly sexual um, character. She embraced her sensuality and her sexuality. So both of those women, the characters, Lynn from Girlfriends right. and Samantha from Sex and the City, it was just like, wow, they are so free. Yeah. Even within their own friends, <laughs> you know, they exactly. had judgment. They had judgment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even with Blanche from Golden Girls, I mean, you have to right. think back to watching these different women. <laughs> um, what was her name from, oh, goodness, I forgot. It was the show with Queen Latifah and. Um, oh, yes, Maxine. Maxine. No, no, not Maxine. Not, Ray, Ray Jean. Ray Jean. Regine, yeah, she was yes. very open with her sexuality as well, you know. So we just kind of don't want to make it seem like we're the what? What do they call it? The garden utensil? Um, that's not what it's about. It's about us being able to express our sexuality and learn things about ourselves, and being responsible about it at the same time. Right, right. I, I agree with you. And so, in thinking of that. Let's move to women and sexuality. All right, a couple of weeks ago, maybe about a month, maybe two months ago, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, right, they dropped this song. <laughs> so we're not going to go too deep into the song, right? Um, and I remember listening to that song and then watching the video, and I was like, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> yeah. Um, talk about, you know, women really embracing their sexuality and sensuality and, uh, you know, but it, it still, it it makes you, it can make you blush. It's just like, I cannot believe they're talking like this. I can't believe they're rapping like this. Uh, but you know, men, they reference their genitalia all the time, sexual acts and the number of past and present partners. Um, Uh but you know, it's like when women do it, we blush. What's up with that? Like, What's the deal with that? <laughs> I think it's hard for us to talk about sexuality for women because we've been told to keep our legs closed and told to, for us to wait on our husbands. We're taught by granny not to give in to these men in their lives. We've been, we've been kind of conditioned to act accordingly and be a lady at all times. Um, don't talk dirty. Don't wear this outfit. Put your breasts away. Um, don't embarrass me talking about sex. <laughs> So we're kind of scared of what the world would think of us and how our families would perceive us. Like, um, and then I was, you know, if you look at the WAP video and listen to the lyrics, there are two females on there speaking candidly about their bodies and people like, wow. Right. You know, how can they speak about things like this? Well, you know, here we are. This is how we express ourselves these days. It's kind of, it kind of goes back to, um, when people were like, wow, how can two women call each other the B word? And, right. it, and it kind of has grown from there. Now we're able to talk about um, our breasts and, and the things that make us feel sexy. Without And me being as sexual as I am, that song made me blush, honey. Let me, let me tell you. I was just like, um, party? When I listened to the lyrics, and that was just like last night that I actually finally sat down and listened to this song, we're not going to be subjected to the way people think of us anymore. And that kind of makes me happy as a woman because now I can sit and talk to my mom about 
different things. And, of course, she's still old school. Like, why are you listening to this music with the cussing in it and, you know, and all of that stuff. And for a while, my dad was like, I can't believe, but you're my daughter, so I do believe that you're a bedroom candy consultant because I know you. I, you know, my mouth is uh, has no filter. So um, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm kind of happy that we're able to reference our body parts and um, and it makes people uncomfortable. Because as a society, if we can't, if you can't get uncomfortable with something, you'll never see the comfort in it once it comes to you and your own body. Hate it or love it, we have the, the V word <laughs> and hear her roar. <laughs> I, I mean, I love it. I, I can't put any other yes. words on it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, that's, and that's awesome. And I love when women can embrace their sexuality and sensuality and not be afraid of it. Um, and not be afraid to share and just know what they want. I, I think, it's, I think right. it's really, really, I think it's dope. I really do. And, you know, so in this topic, so for men who are pursuing heterosexual relationships, how can we help them to understand how to appreciate and respect a woman's right to their freedom and sexuality? Because, you know, it seems like if there is a woman that is free in their sexuality, they, they miss not all men, but I'm saying, you know, it could be misinterpreted, right, that um, I could just do whatever I want with her because she's so free when it's, it's – I don't think it's that. I think, you know, like you said, she's comfortable. Um, but that doesn't make – that doesn't lower her value, right, or it doesn't, you know, lower – that the standard is not lowered and you don't have to treat her disrespectfully, you know. So in your opinion – you know, I'm raising boys, and so I, you know, I want to make sure they still understand if they choose to date women and and enter into sexual relationships with women. I want to make sure they understand how to respect her and, and respect her sexuality, and that you know she's not your property or she's not your tool to just do whatever you want, <laughs> whatever you want. So, in your right. opinion, because I know you have sons, so in your opinion, what what do you think about that? And even with your daughter, you know, and, and helping her. Um, but really just just really answering, like, what can we say to to men to help them understand this new freedom movement of sexuality in women? Um, that's kind of a tough one, you know, because at the same time, the way that we've been conditioned to not um, be as sexual – um, in the public eye, you know, you keep your bedroom business in your bedroom. Um, I think it's important that as parents, because that's where it starts, we can't, you can't condition a grown man that has been known to be a womanizer or someone that thinks of a woman as um, someone that they can just use and abuse um, sexually because that's what he heard that she does. Um, I think we have to start at home. Like you said, I'm raising, we're, we're raising two boys in there. Um, they know, they don't know, but they see these products and things in the house when I um, have to present them or I have them, you know, on my shelf here in my rooms, and they're coming in my room, and they ask questions, and I don't want to keep them in the dark 
about things. Every now and then they get little tidbits of information from me. So it starts at home wanting these kids to respect love first and then respect other things that they're seeing because they don't just see it at home. They're watching TV. They're seeing it on YouTube. They're, they're different words are being said on these different things that they watch. I really think it's important to educate men um, when it comes to women and her likes and her dislikes and and how you can pursue that lady without being rude and condescending and disrespectful. For the longest we've been called, excuse my language, bitches and hoes, those words kind of hit hard to us because how can I want to learn about myself or express my sexuality, but this man just kind of demoralized me by calling me out of my name. I'm none of those things. You know, you can think what you want to think about me. We just have to help them to understand that regardless of what I do, I'm very responsible with my our bodies. We have to make sure that they know what they're getting into when it comes to our bodies and our sexuality and our right um, to be free with our sexuality however we want and not to abuse it. No, I, I agree with you. I, I, I totally, totally agree with you. And you brought up, you know, just educating our young women and men on how to protect themselves, how to understand love and appreciate love and what it looks like in a relationship. Right. Because I believe, you know, that's important, just respect, whether you're in love with someone who is your sexual partner or not, you know, I mean, because right. you don't necessarily have to be in love with a person to engage into a sexual relationship, right? So Exactly. Um, because, and, and people do, and there's nothing wrong with it. If that's their choice, then it's their choice. So how can we help educate young men and women, in your opinion, about sex to protect themselves? Because, of course, the number one, and not just young men and women, just everyone, of course, the number one thing is just protect yourself and just be mindful, um, you know, the protection for yourself. But still assure them that, you know, being sexual is natural. Having sexual desires is natural, right? It's not, right. It's not taboo. It's not something like, oh, you have sexual desires? What's wrong with you? Um, right. You know, it's unavoidable. We all have it. It's, it's present in us. Um, it, for, for whatever reason, God created us that way as sexual creatures and for, to procreate or whatever the reason or even pleasure. But he did create us in this way. Um, and so what can we say to where we're not totally scaring <laughs> our children to where they become, <laughs> you know, they want to join a, you know, a monastery or, you know, <laughs> the convent and not, you know, want to engage at all. But, I mean, of course, if they want to, they, that's their choice as well. But, you know, what do you think, in your opinion, can we say to young people as they engage in these relationships and just, you know, understand that it's okay, though, to have these these feelings and desires? Right. You know, I was, I was a, a young girl once. At 15, I started having thoughts um, and these different feelings, and I didn't understand them because my mom was so old school that she wasn't going to talk to me about it, and I didn't want to talk to my dad about it. Um, I tried to talk to my daughter um, about 
everything from, you know, boys and and your personal hygiene and just always being, you know, be a lady at all times. Um, but at the same time, I want her to understand, like you said, that it's okay to feel things in your body. Um, I don't want you to feel like it's a bad thing. I don't want you to feel like you're disgracing your mom or your father or even yourself as a woman as as you're becoming. I don't want you to feel the stigma that the society tries to put on us. Um, we have to sit down with our young people. We have to sit down with our young people and talk to them and let them be open to us and, and not judge them. Let it be a judgment-free zone. Um, we have to teach them that it's not okay for you to um, – have multiple partners and not be protecting yourself at the same time. So it, even if he doesn't have um, condoms on him, you have a condom on you, or you have the female condom. You know, you don't want your body to be compromised because you're not being safe and you're not being responsible. Um, I think that the biggest problem that we do have in our society is that they're seeing their parents online doing different things. They have these OnlyFan pages. Um, you're not teaching your kid how to be provocative, but at the same time be discreet with yourselves. Uh, and I don't think that that's right. As parents, we have to set a higher standard for our kids. Um, I still want my, my child to have her sexual desires. I do. You know, I don't think that she's gone there yet. And when she does, I'm pretty sure that she'll come to me and talk to me about it um, because she doesn't want anything to harm her body. But we have to build relationships with our kids so that they're able to come and talk to us. Because if not, they're going to do what their friends are doing, and that's when everything is going to go downhill for them because they can't educate themselves about it. Yes, they can go online and they can see different things, and they have all these different websites for um, different things, but nothing is more important than your kid coming, being able to come to you and be open about everything, um, especially their sexuality, because that's where it all begins. It begins at home. They see their parents loving on each other. They want to know, where did this baby come from? I have a five-year-old son. Where did this baby come from? You know, how did you have me? How did you feed me? You know, I definitely want my my daughter to um, to understand that it's not, um, it's not, not okay to have um, these sexual desires, it's not, not okay for you to get in touch with yourself. Just know that if you leave out of this house and you um, want to have different experiences, that you talk about it with me and you talk about it with yourself and you know what you actually want. Yeah, that's that's excellent. And I know that with even with my own sons, you know, I'm I'm – I never, I've never been a mom, you know, that gave alternative names to body parts. You know, I never, I never agreed with that. Um, so we've been teaching sensual, sexuality, you know, to your children starts when they're young. I made sure I was like, no, this is what it's called, um, and you call right. it that. You know, because if everybody has a different name for it, and if something goes wrong, and they're trying to express. <laughs> You know, something's going yeah. on or whatever, and they start talking about that body part, and it has a different, you know, name. It's some kind of misnomer. Then it's just like nobody knows what they're talking about. I recognize that early on, um, 
that I wanted to be a parent that was clear and it, you know, in talking about, you know, certain things related to sexuality, of course, age appropriate, but, you know, now I have a 13 year old, you know, is starting to, you know, be curious as a, as a young man, as he's a teenager, you know, and so I, I can't be, I feel like I can't be naive to think like, you know, I can't talk to him about, the, about this stuff, <laughs> you know, and of course he, he has a father and his father also, you know, chime in and, and, you know, give his advice to him. You know, but also I'm I'm the woman in his life right now, you know, so I have to make sure I can, you know, make sure he understands how to respect, you know, the girls that and, you know, and eventually the women that he will encounter, you know, if that's, you know, who he chooses to decide to date or, you know, or however it may go. And if it's not a woman, if it's a man or whatever it may be, but just making sure he right. understands that respect process in it 100%. Okay, so with women... In, re- in reference to their sensuality and sexuality, we talked about, you know, desires are natural. And so how can women, you know, how can they express wanting to receive, you know, sexual satisfaction without feeling emb- embarrassed or judged with their partner? Like they want to introduce, like, some of your products and that's, you know, and it's never been done before, but now they want to try something different. And, and what is the best way that they can express their desires, um, you know, without feeling embarrassed or judged? How can they build that? I say just jump into it. If you're with a partner that you're not comfortable with, that's the wrong thing to begin with. You have to be with someone that you're comfortable I walk around. <laughs> I walk around my house, especially if the kids aren't here, I flash them and I walk off. You know, you, there's different things, there's different ways to just have so much fun in your relationship and how to be more sensual. Purchase a toy, buy something, and then, you know, in, in the middle of the night, it's like, hey, babe, you know, I I bought this, this simulator here and I want to try it. What you think? You know, I want I want to make sure that I saw it online and it, and it does this and this and this. And you can sit down and talk about it. With me, no, I didn't talk about nothing. I'm buying it. It's here. And here you go. Let's have some fun. <laughs> I think that it's really important, though, that you are already with a partner that um, you're so comfortable around that, you know, you can walk around the house and, and just be yourself um, and not have to be embarrassed um, or judged. Like I said, you can express desires. You can sit down and talk about it at first before you even purchase it and be like, hey, let's look at this, or just start a, a conversation about how maybe you're maybe a little bit bored in, in the bedroom. Maybe we should try to add some spice in the bedroom. Some people are even, you know, I don't want to put it in everybody's ear, but until you try different things, the toys, even introducing another person into your bedroom is a problem with a lot of people these days. So you have to actually know what your partner likes. If it's something that he likes on his end, maybe you should buy something that's going to stimulate him um, and then start to introduce different things. I, it's, it's just really important to understand your partner and to be with somebody that you already understand and that you're already comfortable around so you're not even embarrassed or judged um, by them in the long run. You are doing a phenomenal job educating couples and, and women on, on embracing their sexuality and sensuality. 
uh, I can definitely see why you are perfect for the job of being an independent consultant for Bedroom Candy. I, I think that's amazing. I wish you nothing but success. Um, I have one last question that kind of doesn't really have anything to do with the topic. <laughs> but I guess, you know, sometimes I ask questions, and, right? I'm like, maybe I'm a little nosy. But what's one book that changed your life after you read it? I have two, but I think that the first one was, and, and it's hard for a lot of people to read this book um, because they feel like, wow, he put us out there. The, it was Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man by Steve Harvey about how women have to act like a lady at all times. But at the same time, we don't want to be done a certain way or dogged out by a man or even if if it's a woman that you're in a relationship with. I think that that was one book that when I read it, I was like, okay, Steve, thank you for the insight on different things. And then the second one um, was Becoming by Michelle Obama. And she's always been an inspiration to me. I feel like she's a phenomenal woman. She's very hardworking. She's honest with herself. She loves her husband. And, you know, that book just – my mom has it. I, I watched, the, um, watched it on television, and I also read the book. So um, I really enjoyed that memoir about, you know, her talking about her roots and where she came from, it just lets me know that I'm not stuck in this one spot, that I'm not um, going to be who people think that I I should be. I'm going to be more. Um, And I loved that book, and I loved her for putting it out there. Oh, that's fabulous. Two great books. Thank you. Thank you, Sharika, for your time. I really appreciate you. Can you do me a favor? Can you tell everyone how they can purchase any of your products. Definitely. You can go online to www.bedroomcandy.com forward slash 6126. Again, that's bedroomcandy.com forward slash 6126. It also has a link in there for the Candy Coated website. Um, I think that you'll really enjoy the products that we have to offer um, you can also find me, I am um, on Facebook and Instagram, BK by Rika. I'd really enjoy to get in, in touch with, with some of you and, and, and let you know the products, what they can do for you, how they can heal your relationship and, and add some spice into your bedrooms. You can also reach out to me. Um, if you see, go to my website, you'll also see my phone number there. You can text me or call me. <laughs> I am open to all of that. So I really enjoyed being here, and I look forward to having you as a customer. Awesome. Any last words of encouragement for the listeners as they strive for more? First of all, I want to say, you know, I really appreciate um, you having me, Ronika. We've been knowing each other for a long time, and for you to have this show as an outlet for, you know, people to speak about their businesses and talk about relationships. Um, I've struggled with relationships. I have, we have, you know, gotten stronger um, through everything that we've been through. I am definitely going to strive for more from this point forward. I enjoy what you're doing. Um, I also just want to say that um, as men and women in this society, as we come closer to a changing world, 
um, to really just really embrace yourselves and, and get to know yourselves, love on yourself before you can receive love from anyone else. You have to love yourself. And um, I, I just really appreciate that about myself, that I have grown to love myself more and to get to know myself. You have to get to know yourself. It's, it's so much fun, but at the same time, it's something that is actually needed. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, yes. It was such a pleasure. Well, Sharika, I wish you nothing but blessings and abundance for your business, for your family. I really appreciate you. I love you, girl. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Discussing topics associated with sexuality seems to make some people blush. As the decades pass, there seems to be a sexual revolution for women and persons in the LGBTQ community. Whatever your sexual journey, remember, it is a personal one and it is yours. No one has the right to shame you or dictate how yours should be. It is important to educate young people about appropriate body touches and inappropriate body touches and communicate about protecting themselves and their bodies. The best I can say is YOLO. You only live once. Be responsible and be safe. Remember to follow me on Facebook, Strive for More Podcast Show, or you can follow my page on LinkedIn at Ronika Jacobs, R-O-N-I-C-A-J-A-C-O-B-S, or look up Strive for More Lifestyle Podcast. Remember, the four is always the number four. Continue to strive for more. Live your best life now. See you in the next episode.